The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm your oldest brother. My name is Travis McElroy. I'm your middlest brother. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Check that calendar. What day is it? It just yeah, I just see right. a bunch of ones. It's just no, all ones. Nov one. Nov one. And you know what that means. Punch it. That Christmas creep is on. Punch it to 88 miles an hour. Happy anniversary. Back to the future. Today was the day. That today he, was it. That he took down his Halloween decorations in Back to the Future and put up his Christmas decorations. We on that creep now, guys. I'm excited. That creep popped off. Nov 1. That means the creep is on. Halloween's over. Halloween's done with. That means there's no more holidays until the holidays. Isn't it weird how you can leave your Christmas decorations up for a little while? But if you have your Halloween decorations up one day after Halloween, you're a yeah. sicko. Yep. You just look like a sicko pervert. I like your pumpkin there, pervert. <laughs> you weirdo. What really you want to hold on to that death, huh? That death and despair. Oh, you carved out Master Chief's face in that pumpkin. That's really great, pervert. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good for you, pervert. You should you're be very proud of yourself. Yeah, you spooky skeleton in that tree, I see. Maybe, uh, you know, like I've got kids, so... I gotta tell you, maybe it's a Christmas creep side effect, but by the time Christmas is done, I'm like, woof. Okay, good. Thank you. Goodbye, Christmas. I enjoy you very much. So happy to have you gone. I feel like I didn't even get enough Halloween no. this year, and I was really trying to get deep into it. How well, is you know, really problem? like a Halloween extension. The, the problem is, Justin, because I thought about this, like, everybody accepts that, like, Christmas, you can start celebrating on November 1st, right? You can start, like, decorating, and the music plays, and everyone's like, yeah. But, like, if you start doing Halloween stuff, like, if you dress up on October 21st, people mm-hmm. are like, what the fuck is the ma- No, Danny, it's, it's like, more than a week away. Be cool. I, I, uh, my local Rite Aid started, like, the mo like, I went there this morning, right? The, and the creep had, like, just disassembled. Uh, like, there's people just throwing piles of Draculas out the window. Like, please, make room for Santas. I went to please. A, I went to a Marshall's the other day. Uh, yesterday. The, the Halloween day. All Hallows' Eve. I fucking walked up in that spot. And they had Halloween stuff next to Christmas stuff. It was like the creep was starting to encroach. Like, yeah. mm, 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 mm. oh, come on. Get out of here, Draculas. You're done. You're done. You're done. It's All Draculas turn. must go. It was weird seeing them in the same place. Like, oh, Santa versus Dracula. That would be fucking sick. Uh, I went to the Halloween store, and I heard somebody asking if everything went on sale uh, uh, the day after Halloween. And I, it occurred to me, like... 
they're probably just going to box that up and sell it again next yeah. year, right? Yeah. Like, there's not big shit. No, we got to get the new models. We're going to get the 2016 Draculas in here. <laughs> Much more Every- streamlined with Draculas these days have three sharp fangs. Everybody knows that. That's what the kids are into. You know that new Dracula you've been looking for? Do you guys remember on the last episode I talked about how I'm batting zero out of a thousand for putting on Halloween costumes that anybody recognizes? Mm-hmm. That after last night... My perfect record of badness has not changed. Yeah. No I got a kick out of your costume, which was well, a... Oh. It was a birdhouse in your soul. I bought it's a birdhouse, birdhouse at Target. Because I didn't buy a costume until yesterday at like 4 p.m. And we were going to a thing at 5.45. And so I went to the Target. It's really on me. Like, I have no one to blame but myself. And I saw a birdhouse. And I was like, that'll do. That didn't do. It didn't. <laughs> that didn't it, do for anybody. It didn't. That dog did not hunt. No, that dog sat on the floor. You did Shit. fashion a harness for it, which I thought was quite impressive. Staple gun and elastic. So you were in that thing, huh? I was in it to win it. Made it really hard to piss. Had a big birdhouse right there. My sight lines. <laughs> um, well, the spooky times are over, and we all met Christmas. And Creek thank now. God, it was it was getting a little too spooky for me. I don't know how it how it treated oh, yeah. you guys, but like. One of my neighbors went all out. They had mummies in their yard. Mummies? You don't think that's taken a little too far? Was that? Did that scare you, Griffin? Mummies are real, though. <laughs> is the thing. Like people actually did that to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like skeletons. Are real. Skeletons, I guess, are kind of real because they're inside you, but they're 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 they can't do anything. Mummies were real. Mummies are mummies were and are and will be real. Mummies alive right mummies, now. Mummies, guys, listen. Mummy's alive. That shows <laughs> title. That show's title was a fucking warning. Mummy's alive. Hey guys, hey, listen. Speaking of being on that creep, uh, tickets are now on sale for our uh, Candle Nights Holiday Family Fun Spectacular. It's a uh, pan religious, pan sexual, personal pan holiday just for you. And uh, tickets are on sale now. If you go to bit.ly forward slash Candle Nights two. And uh, we've sold a lot of a good number of tickets already, like a solid number. But there's an even better number of tickets still available. Yeah. So, so come, go get those and then come, come to, to Huntington it. with us. Um, are we doing costumes for that? Because we had costumes last year and it was pretty fun, but I don't know what other, other than the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, like what, what other trio of, I guess, wise men. We could do the wise men. That's, that seems pretty on the nose. It seems, yeah. And I like it. Don't get me wrong. On the nose, and I like it. See, Griffin, that's your problem with costumes. It's okay if it's recognizable. I went you to can a party do a thing night. that people go like, oh, I get it. I went to a party last night where I didn't know literally anybody, and uh, I was near a table getting a drink, and there were a bunch of people sitting at the table whispering, and finally one woman like stood up and was like, sorry, what is your costume? I was like, oh, it's a uh, birdhouse in your soul. And she was like, I don't. I was like, oh, it's like the They Might Be Giant song. And somebody at the table yelled, what is it? What's his costume? And oh, she yelled God. back, she yelled back, uh, something esoteric. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's <laughs> and, and did you then just turn and walk right out the door? Because yeah. that's what I would have done. Yeah, I would have left. Uh, so come to our, our uh, holiday show. It's going to be really good. Um, and I'm going to try to make it more Jewish this year. Last year it was very Christmassy. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make it more Well, more we're going to do a ro- we're going to do a rotation. Okay. Can't, that's the good thing about candlelights. It can, it can, it, it's amorphous. Um, I I actually it, it can to actually s- be a little spooky. We could have some Jewish mummies up there. Oh, I don't even have, joke about that. Yes, I actually have struggled with this, and maybe listeners can like give us some guidance here. I know like what stu- like 
I know that pretty much anything Christmassy is like fair fair use, right? In terms of <laughs> like being fun. But like I don't know with like Jewish stuff, I don't know what is like a fit like it seems like a lot of that stuff is holy. And I didn't like I made a video, a dumb video promoting candle nights, and I needed to put I wanted to put something like I had some Christmassy Santa type stuff, and I wanted to put something Jewish in it. But I, and I was gonna have like a cool menorah on a table, but like I don't know if that's holy or not. Is that no, holy? That's, that's cool. Is that homie. not allowed? I I'm ended an, up going with the dreidel because that seems pretty benign. That's about as innocuous as it gets. Yeah, a, a, a menorah is totally cool, dude. That is that is the the Hanukkah equivalent of a Christmas tree. But it's, I have to know the limits of the symbology, Griffin. If I stay on that stage and uh, use a menorah to light an American flag on fire, well, I think that's I'm going to have some a touch too far, my boy. Yeah, I don't know where the line is, Griffin. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, where don't wait. Hold on. You hold say on. you could light an American flag on fire with a menorah, and you don't know that that's over the line. No, I would assume the line is there. Like I definitely see that as an outside boundary of the line. When you take three to four steps back from that, I have no idea where I'm at. If I if I no. rigged a menorah to shoot Nickelodeon Gak out at the audience, that would be that fucking would sick. Be, Everyone would love that. I don't think so. I think it would be offensive to people. I really do. Well, I offensive to people in the splash zone, sure, sure. Well, they I we they saw the the signs outside. It's you not may get wet. You they, you 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 uh, will get wet with holy menorah emissions. You may get, you may get drenched. Yeah, you may get gacked. I don't know. It was. All right, let's do the show. It's, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this afterwards. It's a fair point. I it's, was. It, it's a fair we're, yes. We're young Southern Baptist boys that just don't want to step on anybody's toes, but we want to be as inclusive of our our Jewish friends as possible because it is a. Then we have to have holiday. a Gat Christmas tree and a Gat Kwanzaa, and and we need some non-religious, just general like solstice stuff up there. Yeah, a yeah, Gat yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I don't actually maybe somebody could tell me like. Can I even dip my toe into Kwanzaa? Can I even drive by Kwanzaa of and take a look? Of I don't course. know. You can window shop Kwanzaa. I'm not going to be part of the problem. Dear Mabim Bam, I ordered pizza the other day with my friend. Since my friend was at the house, I did the courtesy of paying for the pizza. When we finished the delicious za, there were leftovers. My friend then proceeded to start packing up the leftovers what in, in order to take them shit. home even though I paid for the pizza. Am I within my rights to keep the leftovers, or should I stop being so fussy? The pizza costs $40. That's a good pizza. What? Yeah. Including delivery, which is fairly For just you and one other person? Eat How much? This is my foie gras pizza. Did you, Did you each get your own fucking pizza? Did you have a stack of eight leftover pizzas, like the family at home alone? Like, is that why, why they thought they could have some? Um, uh, considering work part time, am I within my rights to keep the leftovers, or should I stop being so fussy? That's, That's this from is... um, uh, Sherwood likes some pizza <laughs> in Sherwood Park. This There's is a... <sighs> what's up, Griff? It's just their friend has committed so many pizza crimes. Pizza crimes here. It's it's like first of all, the person who pays for the pizza should should most of the time. Keep the pizza. The only thing that can be like a variable in that situation is who is hosting the evening, because yes. by taking a pizza that what you were you broke bread with with somebody in their house and then you take it out of their house, that's theft. That's theft according to that's the law. Theft. It's theft. It's it just okay. Here's the scenario that that works out. Like you apparently ordered six pizzas. 
there's five whole pizzas left over, and they say, please take some. Well, that we don't have room to store all of this pizza. But oh. no, we insist, take some with you. But to just like finish the day and be like, well, guess I'll be uh, heading home as you like scoop it into your backpack. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Because did you like ask for like Ziploc bags? You, yeah. Oh, you're the worst. You're the worst. This is the worst. Like, let me, let me. The, the payment issue, like, completely solidifies it. You paid it, your house, your pizza, that's theft, pizza crime. I'm calling the, the pizza police right now, and they're going to kick in this person's door. Send me their information. I'm not a cop. I have to, I would have to tell you if I am, but I know cops. Um, pizza, pizza cops. cops. Um, if you bring a six-pack of beer to a person's house and you mm-hmm. don't finish that six-pack, you still leave it at their house, right? Because it's their it's you it's put party it, payment. It's their house at that point. It's their Unless house. There, I want to drink those beers later, and I'm going to drink some more beers when I go home, and I don't have any at home. But it is important it in that scenario that you leave some sort of toll or tax where you like if you have a six pack, you drink two. There's four left. You leave at least one, or just leave a small toy. That um, also works. You just have to swap it out, or like a bag of sand, the same weight. It's as the important. beer that you're taking, exactly. Uh, the I I uh, I would challenge Travis. I would challenge your assertion that if someone offers leftover pizza, that you are then permitted to take it. I would challenge it based on an irrefutable law that I've been working on called the elasticity of pizza deliciousness. And here's mm-hmm. how it works: after you finish pizza. And you've eaten a lot of pizza. You look at the pizza and you think, ugh, never again. I'm destroying my human body with pizza. I'm never going to eat pizza again. Hey, everybody, take some of this pizza with you because I don't want it. I'm just going to throw it in the garbage. The next morning you wake up. It's 11 o'clock. You're a little bit hungover. You would move heaven or earth to get one of those toasty slices right into your belly. They knew that. I'm saying this law is so universal that you should not legally be permitted to take leftover pizza under any circumstances. But what if there's not room to store it in your refrigerator? That's not the case. Stop throwing bullshit variables into this. This person has a big, empty fridge. It's empty. It's pizza-less. They've got a pizza shelf, a pizza crisper drawer. Also, listen, question asker. Can I just say, if if you're working part-time and money is an issue... You could get like two pizzas for like fifteen dollars from Domino's. Get cheaper like, zot. They're why are you getting forty dollar pizza? Pizza Hut's got a carryout order, ten dollar any. Go with that. No, and you can do eleven listen. if you order do delivery. You only get one go around, eat the best pizza you can. That's my whole thing. That's sort of like what I'm all about. I realize that's a privileged position to take, but I think pizza's worth it. Um I mean that get, is the best pizza that I can get. It is get, really so. good. That's sad for me in a major way. My name is okay. Griffin, my name is Griffin, and I'm here to say that you should eat better pizza every day. <laughs> um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. I'm not done with this by a country mile. Well, it's this it's, is the it's, most it's cut it's cut and dry. We've ever talked about it's cut and dry. This is fucking bullshit. If you bring something to somebody's house for all of you to consume, it's theirs. It's their house. It's theirs. It's their house. It's theirs. Stop fucking taking shit out of the house. This is unless. easy. No, not unless. No, no this is no, This is unlessable. There it's is theirs, unless. You're a criminal. You're a thief. You're the fucking. What if Griffin? You're the pizza burglar. Rebel, rebel. That's you. what if there's a precedent established and this question asker did something similar at this person's house. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a right. But three uh, lefts do. Do you guys remember that Reliant K album? 
what about okay? What if there were two pizzas, two extravagantly expensive pizzas ordered, but one was for each? Like, okay, what if one was specifically crafted by the person who stole the pizza? Like they incepted it with like their favorite olives mm-hmm. and ham and turds or whatever, and it's just for them, right? They like said like, there. just get me a tom. It's not beyond beyond who paid for the pizza. Think about this for a second. Paying for the pizza is simple. Anybody could do that. What this person did is they looked at a huge list of ingredients and they opened up their third eye and they just like conceived of the perfect pizza for them. Like it's their creation at that point. Isn't there some ownership that they've been they've been vested at that point? No. <laughs> yeah. How about a Yahoo? Yeah. I'm just it it actually is a little disquieting that you, you basically just endorsed breaking and entering. That's what I'm upgrading it to, breaking and entering. I'm pretty pizza picky, though, and I don't want people leaving pizza that has pineapple around. Like, I don't want that. You can pick it off, and then it's still got that good cheese on it. I don't Now, if they chipped in, in, if they split this for, if each person put in 20, is it then okay? Yeah. Well, still, probably no. It's their house. I think there has to be a discussion. Like, you're robbing someone of their most valuable natural resource. Not natural. Then you need to have a conversation about it regardless. I think you always have to have a discussion. Going to be an uncomfortable discussion. We have to move on. I'm getting mad. Real super quick, though. You want to reheat pizza just in a perfect fashion? Get a waffle iron. Oh, yeah. Fold the pizza on half itself. You will be astounded. Astounded yeah. at how good that is, and then bury it in the backyard for three weeks. Then yeah, dig yeah. it up when when Dry the time aged. is right. Guess what? You'll you, know. Now you've got kimchi. Um, <laughs> do you, that's how kimchi's made. Do you guys? Know, I I hate to break the flow, but we I feel like we just haven't had a flow yet in this episode. So I want to get this in under the wire. Um, do you guys know about the switch witch? <laughs> okay, I saw this on Shark Tank. It pissed me off. Something fierce. Yeah, I the switch witch. Do you know about it, Trav? No, I do not. We were we went to uh, the drive-in yesterday to see Hocus Pocus, and they did car to car uh, trick or treat. It was really cute. Like kids were coming car to car and trick or treating, and it was great. I bought Mike and Ike's, and Rachel hated that because I like Mike and Ike's, and she thinks I'm the only person in the world that likes Mike and Ike's. And so oh, I just God, got candy no, that I she knew, she knew that I got candy that only I liked, so that if we didn't give all our candy away, I would have a bunch of Mike and Ike's. And guess what? That is exact how that is how it panned out. Uh, and the kids didn't seem so psyched about the Mike's and Ike's anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, this mom came by and she had two kids, the two little little kids, and um, uh, I gave him like a bunch of Mike and Ikes. Uh, and the, this boy actually like stuck his hand into my giant bag of Mike and Ike like mini size packages, pulled out like twenty bags. I was like, hell yeah! She was like, it's his first, <laughs> it's his first Halloween. I was like, he's a natural, he's very good at this. Um, and she was like, well, it's all going to the Switch Witch anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And I was like. Well, gotta go. I gotta Google that. You said a you've said a thing that isn't a thing. So let me just Google that real quick. And then when I found out what it was, I wanted to track her down and say, "I'm gonna need you to give me that candy back um, because the Switch Witch is garbage. It is a All fiction. Right, what is it? Shelf, give you the, it's like a shelf the, elf. It's like a shelf elf, right? A, mm-hmm. a shelf. Switch Witch. You give. You leave your can Your our hard earned Halloween candy. You leave it for the Switch Witch. Okay. In the end of the night, once the night's over and you wake up the next morning, your candy is gone and replaced with a present. But you get what to decide how much you get to decide wh- how much candy you want to give up. The more candy you give up, the better present you get. There's an economy of scales 
to this. I hate this. I hate, I hate this. it too. The family that was selling one, my Shark Tank, said, we want to push this product so there's a switch switch in every house in America. And I just want to point out that, like, you do understand that we're not idiots, right? Like, the candy economy would definitely, cl- like, if everybody knew that you were taking their candy and throwing it in the trash because that's what everybody did and they fed it to some dumb witch, there's no way anybody's going to hand out candy I, anymore. I am literally angry as a person who has bought and handed out candy with this idea of, like, a lot okay, of that and then we not, garbage a it. A lot of that isn't even touching a kid mouth. I think about how much candy I handed out last night that's not even touch, not even crossing the sweet gums of a kid mouth. Mouth? What no. Why? Uh, no. What are we all doing here? Can this I, is as bad as burning an American flag with a menorah. This I will is not worse. stand for this it. This is worse. I, I, it's I, at least beside it. I did want to hit you guys. As long as we're talking about candy, like we'll get we'll get back to the advice in just a second. Uh, I had a weird the, Halloween, and I need to unpack it. Is yeah, what I'm I saying. need to. I need to unpack mine. This is the first year that I took uh, Charlie trick or treating, and I wasn't struck with this problem until I started doing it. And I'm curious, like how you guys would have approached it. So I'm in the scenario where she definitely has a pumpkin and I definitely, well, first off, like I'm an adult man. I'm obviously carrying a few extra pounds and I'm carrying this baby around who can't say trick or treat, or at least she won't. She can. She just won't. (laughs) She won't. She's being very obstinate. Yeah. No kidding. She won't. Won't say thank you or bye or anything, oh, really. Oh, God. And she clearly can't eat candy. That so, is like, also true. Okay, yeah. But, like, I want to do... But it's, like, a fun thing, right? You just want like, you're walking around the neighborhood. So, like, I had two options. One is, like, I go up and I'm like, hey, give me some candy. <laughs> look at this. Look at this baby. Can I have some candy for my adult body? Thank you. <laughs> and the other option it's not is... For, it's not for me. It's for the Switch Witch. It's for the Switch Witch, you see. I'm hoping to get a new iPod. The other option I had, though, was to go to people's stores and be like, no thanks, I don't need any candy. It's just like, look. Look at this baby. You're just doing it for the XP. <laughs> Apparently I'm just grinding my my memories here with this baby. Mother fu- Okay, listen. Fuck. 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 Fuck though, y'all, for real, though. Travis, tell him what happened, because I'm too fucking angry. Here's what happened. Uh, my audacity for no goddamn reason stopped recording halfway through the episode. Pooped right in the bed. Got poop all over the sheets, the nice sheets. People ask us what programs we use to record, and I always tell audacity, don't fucking use audacity for no, anything. No, it's free it's garbage. garbage. Free. Gar- that's why it's free because they left it on. Anybody the curb. want this free garbage? <laughs> it's like we're yelling into a toilet and praying to God that the toilet records our voices. The thing that hurts about it is that. I feel that we are the earthly stewards of a divine talent. Yeah. <laughs> and we have been bad stewards. Of yeah. It. We recorded, we used some of that gift yeah. to record half a fucking we, podcast. We spilled it, our seed on the ground. It's that's been, exactly yeah. it, Travis. We spilled our comedy seed on the soil down there with the snakes and rats. And now we're unclean. Ceremonially, unclean. ceremonially unclean. Oh god, there was a whole smudging thing. So many good goofs that have just been just been consigned to oblivion. They're just lost now. They're just lost. I, now. I remember them. I still get a good chuckle. Uh, should we just do? Should we just do a fresh thirty? 
Yeah, somebody's mowing their lawn now. It's it's yesterday was better. Yesterday was a funnier comedy day. I, I have a, whole... a cold now. I didn't have a cold yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's this just... is gonna be this one's gonna the rest of the show's gonna be off the fucking rails. Yeah, yep. and I hope you're all ready for it. Let's spin it I'm up. Like, I'm barely hanging on. I got right my key now. in the ignition. Let's twist it. Uh, it's Yahoo was sent in by Tim Atkin. Thank you, Tim. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They're anonymous. Let's call them Pequod. Pequod asks, I will never learn a backflip. Hello. I'm trying to get over my fear of backflip. I'm trying to get over my fear of doing a backflip, but I can't. I saw over 100 videos on how to do a backflip. I can do a front flip pretty good, but I can't backflip. I got the part where you fall on your back and put your legs over your head. Uh, all of those, the wrong you were. Um, I do that good. I have done that a lot of times. I just don't have guts to do a backflip. I even have my mom as a spotter beside me, who I really trust, and I still can't do it. I jump, get ready, then I won't flip back. Any help, please? Thanks. I just want to start off by saying, what a world in which we live, that there's a hundred videos available to our young people on how to do a backflip. Like, what is not covered in the first one? Right. Yeah, right. The The fact that somebody, there were 99 and somebody's like, nope, this is not instructive enough. No. Mm. I need a different there. angle. The, oh, uh, you're using the Bertolucci method. I see, I see. <laughs> Fascinating. A little, a little rote, perhaps. Mm. A little plebeian. Mm. I also really enjoy the fact that I okay, so he's got the part where he falls backward and he puts his legs up, right? Yeah. So his mom's what? his mom's got him perfected on that step. His mom's just like tighter, ankles in, fifteen degrees, perfect. Now now next you gotta have guts. So the only thing stopping him is not a physical problem. No. It's that there's 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 a mental block in his brain that will not let him do a sweet 360 backflip. I think it's just your inner ear, right? Yeah, it's, you your, st- it's your cochlear cochlear uh, defense mechanism mm-hmm. triggering and telling you, hey, don't hey, don't stop do it. that. Hey, hey, stop. It's, hey, it's, stop it's, doing that. I see where this person is coming from because, okay, so they can flip. You got to remember, Trav, that they are flipping and landing on their back. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. They want to be on their feet after okay. having done a 360 degree rotation right mm-hmm. so right now they're getting to about 180 yeah there are still many degrees of just paralysis like yeah sure just complete and total like death that they well, have to like clear in one pass but justin you can't mom's not gonna let that part, happen like, that's why he's yeah. got his mom there you can't practice the part where you land butter side down <laughs> <laughs> you're dead, like deadski dead. One hundred percent. Welcome to heaven. How far did you get? About two seventy. Oh yeah, damn. Nah, 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 That's nah, the nah. worst one you could do. God, God, I gotta tell you, man. If you'd made at least two eighty, I think you would have been all right. <laughs> I mean, two seventy is the worst. Yeah, you went. You went full six p.m. and you can't do that, dog. No, gotta get back to midnight. <laughs> you landed right on your C six. Damn, son. That's a bad one to hit. That's a rough one. It's one of I, the best ones I made. I made that one. That's what I call that one the pe- paralysis bone. You gotta watch out for that one. Tricky bone. Tricky, tricky bone. Had to give humans a weak point. You see, <laughs> that was it. Powerful. That's still one weak point. How does anyone learn about? Like, who did the first backflip? That's a good question, Travis. 
Yeah, that is good. And the answer is Origin- Ben Vereen. Original flip. <laughs> so it was probably like 1977, and Ben Vereen did it, and people were like, what? <laughs> How much coke did I take? Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry? Benjamin? <laughs> Even Ben Vereen didn't know what had just happened. Like, he was trying to do a front flip and, like, just did it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was drunk. Classic drunk. Ben Vereen did a backflip. I shouldn't ever, have. Do, I shouldn't have done that. He said. Have you guys ever <laughs> he done tore that? a hole in the universe. Have you guys ever done a backflip? Oh uh, no. yeah, I did one today. Earlier today, I woke up and did my pee, my morning pee. And I did a flip off the toilet. <laughs> no, I've never done a fucking backflip. I'm just curious if you guys have ever done a backflip before. I don't what know do if I... I've done any flip. I think I've done a somersault. That's the one where you just roll on the ground. I don't even like doing time, somersaults because right? your butt hits the ground really hard. And it's close to C six territory. It's it's not it's not flipping and rolling is oh, just not my you, speed. You man. gotta wonka it. You gotta roll and then pop up. Yeah, but if I could, if I was that agile, I'd be doing backflips every day. Well, yeah. Um, Maybe they need an impetus, right? Like you have no biological need to do a backflip, right? Maybe they need some sort of threat that they have to like not get hit by and that necessitates a backflip. Oh, like, so like what? a blade coming at your your like knees? Blade the vampire blade? Like yeah. what what is what is like you know how your dad pushes you in the pool and then you learn to swim? Yeah. Like, what is that for backflips? Um it, but this is what I'm saying like I don't I don't I don't think there is a need for backflips. I don't think that there is any problem that can only be solved by backflip. Well, well, I say that, but then you the watch Olympics. Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, that too. Um, maybe this person's mom is giving them bad instructions, trying to keep them from doing more backflips. Like they're nagging them. Right. Like, it's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous game. Is backflips, and so the mom is like, "Yep, no, you did it. You just did one." That was a good one right that, there. You that was one it. right there. You did it. You, no, that was a backflip. That was a backflip. You just laid on your back, and you put your legs up in the air, and you kicked them. That was good. Have, have y'all ever seen somebody really beef a backflip? It's, it's oh, terrifying. Yeah. It's it, the worst. It's a very yeah, bad scene. It makes people, lit, like, no matter what age or it, it, everybody comes together for the fear of that person's back. When we were in middle, element, was it elementary school or it middle school? It was Miller Elementary, boy. Somebody Go there, Owls? Like, Go Owls, um, the most terrifying. Um, somebody there knew the Red Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was like an associate producer's like daughter or something like that. And so like he came to the school to like tell us all about how drugs were bad. Yeah. And then he attempted to do a backflip off of the stage yeah. and beefed it like, he was so, so hard. He was so coke high, which is the ironic thing. He was so coke high. He actually did a 540. And I, and I and he, <laughs> ooh, he landed on a C five, and I was like, "Ooh, close one, Austin." It was Austin St. John. Can you not spread like fucking vicious rumors about Austin St. John's drug use? No, you're right. He's 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 clean. He, that it was just karate energy that gave him the extra flipping strength. But I remember, like, I was like nine years old, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's oh, that's bad." He might. He'll never. He's certainly not going to flip again. Certainly not going to pilot Megazord again. That's um, definitely true. Do you do you guys think? I, I have a question for you about your elementary school years. Did the landscape change in terms of like what lies people? Okay, when you're in elementary school and you're out on the playground, kids lie constantly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I got a Canadian girlfriend. I got an uncle who works in Nintendo. I'm good lie. at basketball. 
I'm good at basketball. My dad knows the Red Ranger. I'm the king of Spain. I've switched places with a pauper. When that girl actually managed to materialize the Red Ranger, that must have changed the whole game in terms of lying out there. It was pretty sick. But then that that excitement was short-lived because I watched him absolutely chomp a flipper. Just absolutely chomp. And then a that beef. little girl ran up to him. You embarrassed me, Austin. You embarrassed me, Austin St. John. No, no, Power Ranger. Um, I like that. <laughs> we set up a foundation to help fix Austin St. John, <laughs> and it's time to raise some money for it. Please teach teach Austin St. John how to flip good. <laughs> he doesn't have the confidence. Can you imagine if you beef a flipper in front of like forty seven year olds? That, like, you'll never flip again. That's the ultimate shame. Ironically, you know who's really forgiving? 47-year-olds. You know what? I just had had three near simultaneous thoughts of, man, I hope Austin St. John doesn't listen to this. And then, oh, man, there's no way Austin St. John remembers this. And then, yeah, he bet he He definitely does does remember this. Austin, what would you like to talk about in today's session? The backflip again. Again? Again? Again, I thought we had such a breakthrough last time when you did uh, when you just laid on your back and you kicked your feet up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I got yeah. super duper close. Stick to kip-ups, Austin. Okay, here we go. Let's raise some money for Austin St. John in the money zone. Our first sponsor this week is NatureBox.com. Well, I guess they just prefer NatureBox. Uh, but they don't normally put the... Anyway, they have a ton of great snacks like peanut butter nom-noms and sriracha cashews. I like the mini Belgian waffles. Boy, those are nice. Just like a little spot of uh, natural peanut butter. It goes down real good. Uh, also, they, just smother them in chocolate. Sure. Nutella? Pretty much any liquid. Uh, I like their liquid. I like their bacon uh-ohs. That's not a real one. Yeah, bacon. Really sp- you haven't had Brandon, the bacon. You haven't had the bacon. Uh oh's. <laughs> At least Brandon choices every single month. Uh, NatureBox is full of flavor, but without any of the junk. So here's the deal: go to naturebox.com/slash/my-brother, and you can unbox a world of taste and possibility. Um, I really like their uh, salt promises. Have you guys had those? <laughs> Again, not real. No, 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 those are those. I was kidding about bacon. Uh oh's, but salt promises. That's like a. They're like little. Salty, yeah. Promises. Have you tried? Griffin, have you tried the melting Susans? I have not tried the melting Susans. Have you? Really, you gotta, you gotta do it quick, or they're yeah. gone. Yeah, I really like, uh, I really like uh, caramel, and it's there's a question mark <laughs> at the end of it. I like the salted peppermint misconnections. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. those are very good. Naturebox.com slash my brother. Find out which of these are real and which are fake, and get your first box of hand picked snacks sent direct to your doorstep. I want to tell you guys about ZipRecruiter. Please, uh, ZipRecruiter is a place where you can recruit millions of people to work at a single business. I think. <laughs> no, wait, no. <laughs> That's a crazy. Business. Have you ever wanted to have millions of employees <laughs> in your small raise business? Your, raise your own army. <laughs> uh, ZipRecruiter is an army recruitment. To, no, uh, if you're short staffed, there's no time to deal with the the dozens of different job sites that are out there. Monster. Uh, Cooljobs.fart. Was that what it was? was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, with ZipRecruiter, you can post to 100 plus job sites with a single click and be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. You can hire all 6 million if you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it right now for free. Go to ziprecruiter.com slash my brother. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash my brother. Start surfing the human web. I got a message for Tom and Jessica from Ashley Shannon, and this is the entire message. Hey, guys, call me back. All right. Uh, is that for us or no? It wasn't. It wasn't. I, I also just want everyone to know that this was a uh, this was a best available time slot. So God knows how long Ashley has been waiting for this call. Oh, Tom she and could Jessica, be, she could guys. be like a cartoon skeleton with cobwebs yeah. by this she point. She probably is because I they bet don't... I bet she got locked out of her refrigerator and she couldn't eat any food. Now she's a cobweb skeleton. Tom's like, <sighs> Hey, Jessica, do do you remember an Ashley Shannon? Do you remember she, Ashley Shannon? She's all she's all bones now. We make the Pony Express look like Prodigy or CompuServe. <laughs> um, I have another message uh, here, and it's from Sarah, and it's to Jesse. And Sarah says to Jesse, "Hey Jesse, Jesse!" Exclamation point. I wanted to wish you a happy birthday in Truman Bim Bam style since you were sweet enough to do the same for me on my birthday. I love you more than anything else in the world. You better get ready. I'll bring the love and you bring the Powerade so we can replenish ourselves after uh, after we do activities together. You know, like they're playing some, like, playing some Ultimate. Oh, okay. Whew, I thought you meant boning. Travis, Patrick McElroy. This yes, is Griffin Andrew. Show. What? This we is just f- said fuck like 18 times. Well, that's because we lost a fucking recording. That fucking we sucks. Angry. That was out of anger. That's not profanity. But, but we can't talk about fucking out of love? No, Travis. Love, can I say love making? That's, <laughs> you never in many ways, again. that's worse. They need the power rate to replenish our fluids after love making. <laughs> Do you after think the Austin- sweet embrace of coitus. <laughs> We're eight. Do you think Austin St. John makes love, or does he just fuck? <laughs> Can you imagine having that, his mouth just inches away from your ear, and he whispers, it's morphin' time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna morph inside you. What? Austin? <laughs> it's, it's Austin, no! Austin. It's, it's porkin' time. Um, <laughs> let's move on with our lives. What if Zordon, what do you think I've got a Zordon. I've got a raging Zordon. (laughs) Hate this shit. See, if that wasn't in the one we lost. Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's it's in a very show-offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. (laughs) (laughs) What you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. I recently referred my friend to work at the same company as me, and he got the job, which I just found out comes with a nice $1,500 bonus before taxes. He recently messaged me and said he thinks he should get a chunk of it. What the fuck? He is a single guy. I have a wife, two kids, and a mortgage to pay. Not relevant. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You could be a Coke dealer. (laughs) I told him no, but in a nice way. After all, we're only a few weeks away from buying candle lights presents, and also diapers are expensive. Do I owe it to him to toss him a few bucks since I don't technically earn it? Or is getting him the new job good enough? Am I good? That's from All Mine in Atlanta. This is, yes. this is, this is, 
this is insanity. Like, you, the, the fact that you're trying to justify it to us, like, oh, I have kids and I have to buy diapers, it doesn't, that, that's great and all, doesn't matter. I don't care if you said, I'm going to take that $1,500 and burn it. I'm, a, I'm allergic to, I'm allergic to money. And if I, I, if I touch it, I get very, very ill. I don't give a shit. It's your fungibles. Wait, his bonus is a paycheck. It's a paycheck you, that you got him in the bank every two weeks, homie. Do what are you, you get, talking about? Do you about? get a cut of that? Do you give him like five hundred dollars now, and then you get ten percent of his paycheck every like month? You need a royalty on this deal. Got to get that. Got to get your your long straw out. You got to sip. You got to sip of that juice. Is it possible? <laughs> Is it possible after like the pizza thing and then this thing that like people just don't have society is just crumbling around us? Yeah, like friendship is just not what it was anymore because I cannot imagine even like my closest friend who I have no problem saying like whatever to I can say anything to them the idea of being like but I need some of your money like no 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 no. ooh ow this is bonkers and bad. I think you and should break up with this friend and pizza. Sure, would like some pizza in Truett Park. Break up with their friend. You're each other's friends now, and the other two friends can just fucking parasite off each other until they run out of money or pizza and just wither up and die. Uh, unless unless check that calendar again. What uh? What year is it? Well, it's November second now. Yeah, but what year is it? Uh, twenty aunt fifteen. Sorry, do you mean 20 grifteen colon the con is on? The con is still on, yeah. The con is on. Is it off on January 1, 16? Yeah. yeah. God, guys, we the only con. got... Then the, then the apologies begin. Got about 58 yeah. days. So start... Keep keep your con... Finish those cons up. It's time to move on to the fucking prestige. Uh, so what if what if this... Okay. You get your friend a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven fifty in your pocket. Seven fifty in his pocket. Garbage. He but... quits. Okay. How long does he have the job? What? How long does he have to keep the job? It doesn't matter. A day. I mean, he literally. He like calls the next day. He's like, "Hey, it's Brian. I got hit by a bus. Bye." <laughs> and he's just gone. <laughs> I'm he's an angel out. now. I'm calling you on the angel phone. Then you show up. He's back. Fake mustache. This is my friend Ryan. He mm-hmm. is in many ways more qualified than Brian. <laughs> So far, so I don't, good. I don't Spo- want to speak ill of the dead, but fuck Brian's whole work ethic. <laughs> fuck Brian. Brian gets the job seven fifty in your pocket. Next day, you overhear a little chatter around the coffee maker. Did you hear the tragic news? Ryan moved to Aruba and was hit by a bus. <laughs> that's, that's probably a little more fiction. Hi, everybody. Than you need. This is President Obama. I'm prioritizing legislation to just get rid of buses. They're fucking out of control. They're out of control. Did you see Ghost Dad? Then, then, who's that knocking on the door the next day? Boss checks his day planner. What's that? Uh, tenth, I have a 1030 with a new hire applicant named Grian? Can that be right? <laughs> it can. And guess who's about to make $750 more? It's you. The con is on. Also Grian. Next Ryan. day, so you and Brian. Ne- next day, Brian hit by a bus. Brian's not even a name. I'm gonna miss him though. This is my friend Brian. <laughs> he's <laughs> a lot of work. He's really into seeing the future. Yeah, he's a soothsayer. This is a lot of work. Didn't didn't foresee that bus though, because he's dead. Seven fifty more. This is Brian. Brian. 
Brian. Travis, you're right. It is a lot of work, and that's why we got to simplify the process. Cut, grind, Brian, dry, and Ryan out completely. Mm -hmm. It's just you. Okay. Okay. You show up at work. Hey, boss, it's Doug. I've got another great candidate for you. His name is Jug. (laughs) (laughs) It's you. You're in a bowler cap and a monocle. Good day. Good day. Yes, I am Jug. (laughs) Jug, I'm prepared to work at your establishment. I will work hard. I will do good jobs. Can you just can you just be like, yeah, I've got a candidate. It's you, boss man. You're hired. I'm That'll hiring be- you for your job. That'll be $1,500. Money, please. Money, please. I'll take it in small or large bills. You know who else we should hire? Deborah from accounting. Uh, bring Deborah in here. Deborah, good news. I'm hiring you for your job. Well, yeah, I already work. <laughs> You're perfect then. A perfect candidate. Very for qualified. Skills. I don't know. This still seems exotic. Can't I just embezzle? Yeah. yeah. Or you can just embezzle. Just embezzle. Or it's just steal. It just steal. seems much more straightforward. Just steal. Just take. Yeah. Can I just steal? Just steal just and steal. take. And don't try and get clever about it, because that's how you get caught. Just fucking take. Yeah. Just, just take. Because everybody assumes nobody's stealing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but everyone... Unless but you psst, yourself are a stealer. This in is which the, case, you're assuming everybody is all the time. This is the secret. Everyone's stealing all the time. I steal from this podcast a bunch. What do you steal from this podcast? I stole 30 minutes of Travis's recording. It's me, Podcast <laughs> Krampus. I've cursed Audacity. Just kidding. <laughs> but Audac- we cut your head off and buried you in a grave and put a cross up and set a fire around it. Yeah, it, takes, it takes two crosses. <laughs> Damn it. You can't kill Podcast Krampus. <laughs> I told Krampus. you, Travis, we should have gotten cheap on the crosses. <laughs> Well, you know, times are tight. It's candlemines. There's not a lot of money to go around. Also, you used Epsom salt. It takes ah. kosher if you want to take down old podcast Krampus. Um, that's what I had left over from my gout. Sorry? <laughs> you heard me, Krampus. No, I heard, I heard the words you said. It's just they didn't from make sense. Gout treatment. You have to put salt on your gout? He has, you got to soak it. Come on, Krampus. Read a book. 100% certain what gout is. And I'm pretty sure I did a Sawbones episode of Yeah, no, that's nothing. I what know, you just I think said gout was... is you got a swollen toe because you drank too much wine and you lived too high on the hog. That's exactly it. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Please. Yes. I hope Podcast Krampus doesn't steal it. Um, I like the idea of Podcast Krampus because so, I feel like so many pod- it's a very relatable thing for podcast creators. It's just losing shit. I listen to a lot of Worst Idea of All Time. Those guys have lost like a dozen episodes at this point. Fucking yeah. Podcast Krampus is busy in New Zealand. Um, this one was sent in by Yahoo Answers user Game Recognized Game Rachel Sperling. It's by Yahoo Answers user Boom Howard. Did I call Rachel Sperling Yahoo Answers user Rachel Sperling? I think you might have. At this I, point, technically, it's, yeah, not, it's yeah. not inaccurate. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Boom Howard asks... If I'm at an MLB game, and that's Major League Baseball, could I help go my Royals. home team? Go, sorry? Go, go Royals? I'm going to jump right on that. You don't have to say go Royals. They won it. But that's why I'm jumping on it, because they won it. Okay. So now uh, I'm a fan. Good. good. Uh, if I'm at an MLB game, could I help my home team get a home run this way? Say that I am at an MLB baseball game, and a batter for my home team hits a ball and starts running bases. So, as the opposing outfielders are looking for the ball to drop so they can throw it to home or to a baseman to try and get my batter out, what I do is throw another baseball on the field to distract them from the real mm-hmm. ball that is actually in play. So, 
they all go after my baseball. And then even if they get him out, the ruling is reversed when it turns out that they did so with an entirely different baseball that wasn't the one in play. So just help my team get a home run through the classic Sun Tzu strategy of creating a diversion. Uh, Could this work? It happens all the time. It does happen. It happened in the World Series game five last night. The problem you're going to run into is that once you enter a second ball into play, that then they have to play the rest of the game with two balls, right? (laughs) It's like, what's that? Uh, You said two balls. Oh, excellent. Great. Yeah, it's like pinball rules when you get a multi-ball. They're both in there now. What the hell? You have to get two batters, two pitchers, two catchers all working. Backup catcher. Yeah. Backup catcher. Pull him out of the outfield. That's what the book Catcher in the Rye is based on because they, that's what they call the area just behind the plate. Is they oh, call, right. They call that the Rye. Uh, so, yeah, if you – if it, so two balls are going simultaneously and you have to keep track. Usually the judges – you know the baseball judges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, well, the panel. Yeah, will paint one of the balls red. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. keep track of it. And that's the double point ball. The extra, yeah, the bonus. That's the one that's full of bonuses. Yeah. And if you um, if you catch that one, nobody can touch you for uh-huh. like thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these rules now, are getting a bit complicated. But this now one, you have to be careful. Don't hit the green one. If you hit the green one, your team loses a point. Right. Yeah. That's the innocent ball. Um, um, but if you hit the, the, the sort of glowing one, then your bat mm-hmm. becomes imbued with those properties, which is like a plus three strength. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you can hit all of the basemen with your bat as you run around. Yeah. And they, but watch out cause they can fight back. They got knives. Two mm-hmm. ball baseball started as a joke to me. It would be sick. And now I really want to, it sounds way can, better. Can I bust it out, flip it and reverse it for you though? Hit me. What's the worst part of baseball? Uh, when your team is fielding, yeah, the out, yes. just the outfield in general. It's a giant barren land where nothing exciting ever happens. Mm-hmm. Let's just get rid of it. Just infield, dime, uh, just the the core diamond, right? But then okay. l- let's duplicate duplicate that, flip it around, mirror image. We're talking about two batters batting at each other. At oh, the so same. like full court baseball, full court baseball. Yes. <laughs> yeah, two balls. That's where the two balls comes in. No defense. No defense whatsoever. Um, just a just and two sort of, gloves, one on each hand. Why just, they got that free hand? Yeah, just sort of like a home run death battle. This is amazing. This, this is, is very excellent. good. Would this work in football? There's no defense. Anymore. No defense. It's just two uh, two teams trying to score points on each other. Yeah, at the same time, two footballs, double the pigskin, baby. That sounds way because like that cuts out the boring also, part. Let me say this. Maybe shorten the old football field. Like, you know, 100 yards is a Stop long way. It. I can't imagine going I that far. Oh, go ahead. Do you think I'm going for arena football? Because that's yeah. not what I was going for. Oh, no, dang. No, no, no one wants to watch arena football. No one even wants I'm to hear us like, tell jokes about arena football. I'm just talking like 25 yards. Oh, my Whoa. God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can conceptualize running 25 yards. So, like, that's how far it would need to be for me to play football. This cr- pro crazy football that is like a future sport at this point. <laughs> yeah, and it only goes like fifteen minutes. I mean, oh you- shit! <laughs> oh fuck! Advertising uh, is at a premium. That sounds real digestible. Yeah. 
Yeah, this sounds like you're. This kind of sounds like NFL blitz at this point. That you're mm-hmm. like, like street blitz. football. It sounds like NFL shits. Can I hit you guys with another idea that's even better than all the ideas that you two have come up with so far? Yeah, oh, please. NASCAR driving in circles. What if half the cars are driving one way and half the cars are driving the other way, and then it's like everybody's playing. Mario Kart, but half the people are really bad at it, so they get far behind, and instead of trying to win, they just, like, try and take the other people I, out. I do have to point out that this is, like, we're doing this in our real lives every day, and it's just called, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, I guess that's just... traffic, different lanes, not really that thrilling. <laughs> and so, just to keep it safe, we'll put a concrete divider in yeah, the Yeah, there's going to the be a, a bright yellow line dividing the two lanes. And then, you know how sometimes, like, in the, uh, during the NASCAR matches, there are people, like, camped out in the middle in, like, trailers and shit? We got to give them some way to like get out of the middle of the thing. So we're going to put like a, a, a special light at one point on the racetrack that like tells the cars to like, hey, chill out. Brian's got to go refill his Diet Coke. Um, so everybody so just like a here. light that changes like if it's greener, then they can keep going. But if yeah, there's yeah. like a red one, then they have to stop going. Is yeah. Kind of what and, you're thinking. And, you know, if it were me driving in a circle all day long, I get really bored. So I'd want some like. Um, some like offshoot roads that I could pull off yeah. of and maybe head towards other roads. Yeah, sure. I don't see why the race has to be. I feel like the race you should have to like find your own way, and so there should be lots of different roads leaving the the racetrack, and then we can also just put a bunch of like residences and businesses to sort of. Yeah, all so maybe I pull off the race and then like I stop at the office and is I go this in what and the work movie cars for like is? eight hours. <laughs> I think this is basically the movie. What if people get bored in Car City? And they want to watch a race, so they have to. Maybe we build a smaller go kart track in the middle of Car City that yeah. they can go to to watch an unfettered race. Yeah, and then we just keep collapsing that in on itself until we're like model cars, Hot Wheels, just like three guys sitting around a, a Hot Wheels track, just watching them go. It's just race cars all the way down, baby. Can we do golf? <laughs> can we do golf? Battle what, golf? what would golf be in these sort of like heightened like one v one terms? Is I feel like you would yeah. you would need more than one person. I feel like a golf course very big, people very hundred people I think batting like an army, a hundred people batting in a circle for a hole in the middle of all of them. Last you, man standing. You go laser tag rules, right? Each golfer starts at opposing sides of the golf uh, court, and mm-hmm. each one has a hole. And a flag taped to their back, like coming out of their back. Oh, fuck. So you're just like beaning uh, uh, golf balls at like, hey, I got a hole in Doug. Just sink sink it. Just sink a hole in Doug. Man, that was a par four Doug. That was an incredible, incredible shot, Henry. Yeah, he hit up a tree, but I still got him. Still got him. He did fall out of a tree, landed right on his C6. Do you know what, though? This is a realistic application for a backflip. Like, if you can reliably Fuck do a backflip, yes. no one's ever going to score on you. And nobody's ever golf dunked on Austin St. John. <laughs> hasn't been done. What are you trying to do? Four? Nice try. Hi-ya! Flip. Oh, I'll get you, Austin St. John. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> well, I don't think the Hamburglar was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers villain. He had to get work after there. Rita, what was her fucking name? Rita Repulsa. Damn, Justin. Slay nice. Dunk. Good pull. Yeah, good pull, right? Uh, should we end the show? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, this has been My Brother, My Brother, Me, and it's a show for the modern era. I uh, hope you guys like this second take. 
Yeah, had- we said different things, so that's good. So that that other one's just lost the time immemorial. Sorry. We have, about that. Oh God, I'm so, I fucking hate podcast grammar so much. We uh, we should tell you we mentioned earlier, but just to reiterate. Uh, we are doing the Candle Nights show uh, again here in Huntington, West Virginia. We're going to have Sawbones there, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of frivolity. There'll be an after party afterwards where we can like hang out and chill together. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have better sound than we had last year. We had some sound yes. issues. Uh, and so we'll, we'll have that fixed. Um, if you're looking for a place to stay, by the way, the show's at the uh, Big Sandy Superstore Arena. Uh, it's actually in one of like the smaller rooms. We're not like playing in an arena, but uh, uh, there is a Holiday Inn like right next door. Um, so and it's you, one of the nice ones. It's one of the nice ones. It's a nice Holiday Inn, and you'll be close to like uh, shopping and some food and and industry. Like, an industry. You're literally right. Next to the venue, so it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. And city hall and the courthouse. There's so much to see and do. Jim's 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 spaghetti. If you actually go to uh, justinmacroy.wordpress.com, I did a post last year about stuff you can do in Huntington. There's a lot of fun stuff to do, and this will be on a Monday instead of a Sunday. So like shit will be open. Yeah. So that'll yeah. Um, I want to say thanks to Nature Box, where you can order hundreds of great tasting snacks. You can go to naturebox.com slash my brother to sign up for a great box of great tasting snacks. I might can I recommend swirl? This mm-hmm. is new it's a new not a real, it's okay, a new snack a flavor that they have. Um, can I recommend Apple Attack? <laughs> Apple Attack sad face. Yeah, uh, there's an emoji uh, in there. Not a real one again. We also want to say go check out all the other amazing MaximumFun.org shows. Shows like Sawbones that Justin and Sydney do where they talk about uh, the history of misguided medicine. You can check out Jordan, Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman. Uh, I do a show with my friend Andy where we talk about how to survive different apocalypses called Bunker Buddies. Uh, I produce and semi-co-host a show called Can I Pet Your Dog? All about dogs and dog enthusiasts. Um, there's tons of great shows on there. Go check them all out. Check every last one of them out. I want to thank John Rogic and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song as a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. He's a super great guy, that John Roderick. Uh, and the band's super great, and the music is very great. And go listen to it, because it's great. It's a great holiday album. Um, also, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but if you've got a question for us, you can send it to mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Um, just make sure that, you know, there... That there's some form of advice being asked for. Some people are just like, which one's better? <laughs> it's like, okay, that's not, we don't really make those decisions. We give advice. So as long as you're asking for advice, it'll be great. Also, no bummers. No bummers. No bummers. Should we close it out? Yeah, we're done. Oh, I'm having a stretch. That's excellent. Excellent update. Oh, so sinewy. How about this one? It was sent in by level 9000 Yadru Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user Navya, who asks, Who invented the names of things? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture.
Artist-owned. Listener-supported. This is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. Guess what? We both just had babies. Again. Check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org.